Shots Fired Pod. Today we have a very exciting episode. We are talking with Akila Bergstrom. She's a luxury travel journalist and anthropologist. Uh, she's also Paradise Found on Instagram. Akila is an independent journalist who travels the world with research teams or often solo just for fun. She's now based in Sardinia, uh, but Akila has an extremely multicultural and unique background and never really had a home base. She's an experienced model enjoys photography, and is just such an incredible soul. Welcome, Akiva. Oh, <laughs> How's that for a little bio? <laughs> well, if my head wasn't big, it's, uh, it's blowing up. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's good. really lovely. Well, thank you so much for being here. I'm actually stoked we kind of caught you in Noosa because you're not here very often and not for very long. So i mm. um, very stoked we could record this in person. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about, take us way back. About your childhood, how you grew up. Oh, childhood was amazing. I was really, really lucky. My mum's from the States and my dad is like a multicultural fruit salad. (laughs) Kind of grew up in Australia, Mm -hmm. but got into yachting really young and spent pretty much all of his teens, 20s, 30s, travelling around the boat, Mm -hmm. around the world. So cool. On a boat. Um, So, yeah, I think... What I thought was a normal childhood, the older I'm getting, I'm realising was actually really not. Really special. <laughs> um, lots of sailing, lots of fishing. I uh, wasn't allowed to dance, even though there's a long line of ballerinas in the family. I had to do fishing club. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Got to travel a lot. Um, Christmas was often in the snow. Yeah. So this is new. Noosa. Yeah. Noosa's <laughs> warm. It's like, it's yeah, it's more than warm, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I used to like, obviously when you grow up in like Australia or somewhere where it's hot during Christmas, you don't know anything else. But after spending some Christmases in the States and in Europe, I'm like, hmm. It's nice. I love it. Like last week yeah. we had that cold snap and yeah. I was just like, the yeah, weather outside is chilly. Yeah. <laughs> Loving it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't Amazing. know. Childhood was rad and then high school, you know, is high school. Yeah. I don't know how to answer that. And then so where where did you go to high school? High school, I went to Good Shepherd in Noosa okay. for a couple years right. and then just tried to like get homeschooled and my yeah. mum was not falling for that, <laughs> guys. And then I changed schools and went to St. John's in Nambour until okay. I finished. Yeah. Um, and then I thought I'd have a gap year and yeah, stayed in New York for a while. Yeah. <laughs> More than a year. More than a year. Um, yeah. Modelling and stuff and then... Kind of got blackmailed back into uni, but it was a <laughs> it was a backhanded amazing thing yeah. to have done. I'm glad I went back. Yeah. Yep. So when did you start modelling? Oh, I don't even know how old I was, but I know I was probably two or three. Mm. Like mum was one of those. Oh, wow. <laughs> Love you, mum. But yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, during those years, where were you? Uh, super young. I was in Australia. Yep. yep. So here, cool. sunny coast, Coolum, nice. and yeah, went to school for a little bit at yeah. St. Thomas More in yeah. Noosa. But um, yeah, no, I started modelling really, really young yeah. and I just didn't really know that that was a different thing. Yeah, <laughs> also that. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this is fun. Yeah. Yeah, you know? I remember like when I was young and I knew like some people who model and it was always like, oh, she's the model. Like, you know, and it's always I kind of like rank. fancy. Like if you <laughs> saw photos of the stuff mum put oh me in or my feral bowl cut 90s hairdo, oh you gosh, wouldn't that's classic. expect that anywhere. But, so um, what kind of jobs were you doing like 
when I was a bit older. Yeah, through your teenage years. Um, I did Fashion Week when I was 15 um, Mm. in New York and that was amazing. Um, But I think I was abnormally tall for my age. So my agency in Brisbane, which was Vivian's at Mm -hmm. the time, I think they had (laughs) high hopes that I might end up like behemothly tall. But no, didn't, um, didn't, didn't, but no. I mean, just, you're tall. Yeah, 5'9", yeah. but, you know, I think they genuinely thought I would yeah. turn into some Swedish. Oh, my gosh. I don't know, thing. <laughs> didn't happen. So did you enjoy it? I loved it, um, mainly because of travel. Mm. I was naughty, like, with uni as well. I would pretty much enrol in anything that had yeah. a cheeky overseas trip oh, cool. and try and extend the... Um, yeah, extend the stay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, no, I loved it. Mm. I mean... It's better than working at Macca's or something. Yeah, for sure. Know. For sure. Yeah. So in your in your time in New York, you said that was after high school. How long did you stay there? Um, two years straight and then yeah. came back for, I think, six months and then I went back again mm-hmm. for another six months. Then. And is that where you studied? No, okay. I studied here actually. Okay. Yeah. So you came back and studied here? After that, yeah. And what was that? Um, my first degree was public relations and journalism at cool. USC. Nice. Yeah. And then I went back to uni straight after I graduated yeah. to do what I wanted to do. Which was? Anthropology. Okay. Very <laughs> and cool. archaeology. Very so. cool. I just said ghoul. Great. Ghoul. Ghoul. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's wild because I'm still studying. Like I just, I think I'm a serial mm. study addict. And what are you studying now? Um, I'm learning LIDAR. And no one knows yes, what, what the hell is that this? is. Um, <laughs> it's like space archaeology. So oh, learning wow. how to use um, drones and stuff to okay. take uh, infrared photos of How crazy. The land. I didn't so, even know that was a thing. Yeah, it's pretty new. This lady, Sarah Pakek, she's, um, I guess, at the forefront of that. She worked with NASA to create that um, technology, but oh, it's amazing. Yes. It's like modern day treasure salvaging yeah. with a drone. It's <gasps> so what made you want to do that? Nat Geo. <laughs> Nat Geo. Serial. <laughs> Nat Geo addict. made me do it. <laughs> Nat Geo made me do it. Can you hire me yet? Hurry up. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah. what, since you kind of work for yourself at the moment, how, how do you, in that process of where you were just starting to find jobs and things and travel with people on those research teams, how was that kind of process? Um, for like for the university kind of thing and segueing into yeah. freelance, yeah. um, a lot of the times with uni programs, we would have extracurricular stuff that you could sign up for, or if you got decent grades, you could apply for scholarship internships. Okay. So yeah, originally that started out through that. And then I was like, so can cool. I stay? Yeah. <laughs> um, like forever. Um, yeah. So I don't know. That was awesome, but I was always juggling lots of stuff. I think yeah. that's an ADD thing or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, yeah, trying to slow down a bit mm. in life and just focus on less mm. things because, yeah, it's too much. So, and then going into the, that freelance work, what was the first kind of freelance job you did? Um, as in for anthropology work, yeah. um, I went to Flores Island in Indonesia, one of the mm-hmm. outer islands, and yeah. we were working with a research team from Monash University. Okay. Um, but yeah, just it was awesome. It was like my first proper excavation site where we yeah. were looking up 
you know, we were there for four and a half months. It was pretty awesome. And what do you do? Like, what's a normal day look like? Um, it depends what position you're sort of dished when you get okay. there. But I was very amateur at the time, yeah. still studying. But I loved it. And just being around a bunch of academic professionals and watching even anthropologists working on the same sets, I thought that was really cool. But mm. um, archaeology, you can be doing anything from actual digs like in the dirt it's yeah. not glamorous yeah <laughs> it's like the opposite of modeling you're in these fugly clothes which yeah. I want to change one day um Gets with a bunch ones. of dudes yeah there's not many girls yeah. so there's that whole fun dynamic mm. um uh but then you can be in a lab doing carbon dating so it's yeah, right. pretty cool I love so it cool yeah that's yeah that's that wow um, I don't know and it's then traveling on because you do a lot of tr- like sailing as well on research teams yeah so what how does it differ there um so that's more so if you've done like a niche thing so like my whole obsession is maritime archaeology okay. so maritime is in water so <laughs> ocean yeah I know but people are always like what's yeah. that do you like look at dinosaurs I'm like no <laughs> man I know nothing what nothing dinosaurs <laughs> I was like, I'm not the dino chick I don't yeah. know <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, different research teams. It depends who your boss is, if it's like a actual university contract kind of yeah. thing, or if it's just some random rich dude that has a really nice boat. That's their obsession of, of Interesting. diving. So that's like people independent that, people can just hire you yeah. to, oh wow. Yeah. So I worked on one boat. I don't think I can say what <laughs> boat, but anyway, I was working on one boat and they were going to Pitcairn Island off of, okay. it's the second most remote island in the world. Oh wow. Um, like 900 nautical miles north of Tahiti so like if you just keep going yeah you'll get to this little island um but they were looking for the wrecks from the bounty um don't know if you know that whole story no I don't it's a story it's hang on I'm gonna (laughs) we're gonna pause the phone she's getting blown up (laughs) sorry (laughs) that's okay I should have done that before I was like oh no um but yeah, I don't know. I, I've worked on a few different boats, but I feel like I've barely scraped the surface with that kind of work. Most okay. of my work through the 20s was travel journalism and modelling. Yeah. What Do you have like a few favourite trips that you've done? Uh, in general? Yeah. Yeah. Um, through COVID, um, I was starting to learn to fly and then I was getting overwhelmed with like the pressure. Like a plane? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, here Wild. on the sunny coast. Well, yeah, what do you not do? Oh, like algebra. I'm pretty shit at it. <laughs> <laughs> and waitressing. I, like hats off girls. I can't balance. Yeah. Like, I can't. All guys, whatever. But um, uh, yeah, so that was getting more and more difficult the longer that I was studying. Mm. And then I got an opportunity to jump on a boat right when all the borders were shutting. And I, I, I remember like, this because we shot just before that. We did. Mm. That be a commercial. Yeah. Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that came up and within a week I needed to jump on that or decline it. And Crazy. I just was sitting there going, oh, census date's coming up. I can pull out <laughs> of the next semester of school and not yeah. cop the financial burden. Yeah. And yeah, before I knew it, I flew up to Cairns and then we sailed from Australia to Indonesia on a 74-foot mono and that was just oh heaven. Like Massive. And there so were how just many no people are on there? Six crew, including wow. myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we were on rotation for driving the boat and that was just so magic. Cool. Like, Probably the best place in the world to be during that time. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Like 
Bali itself was empty mm-hmm. and I mean it was sad for the locals but it was also like experiencing it again mm, in a different way yeah it reminded me of like before that eat pray love movie kind of blew yeah. up <laughs> blew up Bali yeah <laughs> you know and then um from there we sailed to Cape Town Africa so that was three and a half weeks at sea oh and that was that that is the best trip of my life like yeah. I'll never ever forget um my my shifts were normally two till six in the morning and everyone hated them, but I love them because it's the stars. It's yeah. just like, oh my gosh. So can you see anything at that time? S- stars. <laughs> but like where you're going, anything? Um, well, I mean, you have like AIS and stuff yeah, on the right. boat. But okay. so because not- it was COVID, there was very minimal like traffic. boat traffic. Yeah. We saw wow. two boats in three weeks. Oh my gosh. Is that scary at times or do you just love it? You're so used oh, to it, I guess. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Like, yeah, no. I, I mean, we can get bad weather and that's yeah. when it kind of gets like, oh man. What's the worst like weather story you have? That same trip. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah um, we were, I think, five days out from our original destination, which was going to be Madagascar. And I was so excited. I really wanted to go there. And then Cyclone Daniello kicked in. It was like 256 kilometre winds and really big waves. And you're in the middle of the ocean. Also through a pandemic where no one's going to come and get you if something goes wrong. Or if they do, it'll take them a few weeks to come find you. Holy. um, But I mean, it was okay. Just when you're in there, just tipping. (laughs) Oh, my God. On a pretty... Steep angle. And man. How, do they train you how to deal with this? Um, I mean, not those people. That yeah. was that was that's part of the gig. It's yeah. just sailing. If you're on a mono, especially, you feel it so much more. Like catamarans oh is the nice stuff yeah. where you're like stable. Yeah. You're not on a fifteen degree angle. Oh my gosh. For the whole time. So I would not be okay. I would be throwing up everywhere. We yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've worked on a few boats where girls were like, yeah, no, I've got lots of experience on boats and then yeah. they're, they're brutally sick. Different, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Crazy. But I loved it. It's so still cool, awesome. Though. And when you finally see land again, it's just like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. And everyone's phones start blowing up because yeah. you don't have internet for, yeah. like, the whole time. How's that? Tr- yeah. Mm. I don't know. Difficult Yeah. Um, for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like social media is pretty much the majority of my income. So yeah. like if I'm away for a huge chunk of time, I'm like, oh, I wonder if that client's gotten back to me or I wonder what opportunities yeah. I'm missing. And then you have to just remind yourself. Like, so when people contact you to work with you, like through your socials, yep. do you explain that and they have an understanding of like if we don't respond for two weeks, yeah. there's a reason? Um, yes, and most of like my clients are long-term yeah, people right. that I've worked with for ages. But if they are new clients, sometimes no. Like Unless yeah. they've got my email and there's an automated message right. sent out saying, hey, mm. <laughs> I'm in the middle of the I'm ocean. in the middle of nowhere <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll catch you when I'm back on land. Oh, wow. Then no. And I've missed a few jobs, but I mean, yeah. that's just part of it. Yeah. It's really hard for socials though and I think that's where I've half-assed Instagram for so long because yeah. it's like they – I feel like – I don't know but I feel like you get punished if you're not consistent on any platform. Yeah, I feel like that's true. Yeah. But let's talk about your Instagram because it's stunning. Like Thanks. it's. All, I remember when we met and then I looked at your Instagram and I was like, holy shit. Like oh. just <laughs> the most stunning photos. Oh, like thanks. you can tell like you've been everywhere. 
and you can tell like you know how to use a camera. Um, I yeah. try. I, I don't know. I think I'm a pretty amateur photographer, but that's really sweet. <laughs> no, it's amazing. And um, it's just like so cool. So yeah, how does like the, what's your take on like the Instagram world, your socials, how do you use that for income? Honestly, Instagram has been one of the best things that ever happened to me. And mm. I know that's a very unpopular opinion. <laughs> like I would agree. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people hate on it and, you know, oh, you're an Instagram girl. It's mm. like, oh, well, look, um, it's given me a lot of opportunity. Yeah. You, c- It's like anything. You can take the good or the bad from it. But um, if I didn't have that platform, I'd say 80% of my income wouldn't exist, Yeah, which is huge. And travel opportunities have just been yeah. non-stop through wow. that platform um so what kind of um kind of deals do you do um, through your socials like a lot of my work will be like old school modeling kind of stuff that's mm-hmm. turned modern age so mm-hmm. I mean the budgets have obviously died thank that's the bad side of social media it's yeah. it's crushed what normal modeling rates used mm. to be or at least for me. Yeah. <laughs> no, know. it's done the same with photography because there's so many like UGC content creators that people can just send product to and um, get something in return. Like it's not going to be the same level as professional no. and the same with a modeling, you know, with an influencer modeling. Yeah. But at the same time, if they can get something for a lot less I feel like a lot of companies are going for that and that's a huge problem for the professionals at the moment yeah and it's hard because a lot of these girls or guys that are doing the content for cheap or even worse for free I don't think their content is bad or anything I'm not Mm. dissing them but I think it's more of a insecurity around their own self-worth like you can charge and you should it's your time people at that young stage of their when they're just starting to make an income they feel so like lucky that they can actually make a buck from this and they're like they use that as a a sales point for their clients when really if they just upped their prices if everyone did then these companies wouldn't have a choice but to be fair yeah then to pay up for what they're getting which they need to do anyway if they're using this to generate income they should be paying you a good amount and definitely not getting it for product. (laughs) Yeah, I've got a really strange way of looking at it too because a lot of these brands are pushing the whole, you know, plastic-free, you know, ethically made, but then Mm. they're sweet to get girls or guys to shoot for free and that's slave labour. Sorry, Mm. I'm not into it. Yeah, (laughs) I totally agree. Like I don't understand how that's not part of the whole marketing budget or like the way that they're selling a brand or product Mm. I I don't agree with it but yeah I mean there's good and bad clients and there's good and bad everything I love the app I'd be screwed without it so I mean have I done stuff for free absolutely Mm. but usually it'll be and this is where it gets grey because like I've said yes to doing partnerships with bigger brands because of that exposure yeah and they know it. And they know it. Yeah. And they're the ones with the budget. Yeah. But you do it anyway because you're going to get the name attached a bunch, to it. Is the so, name and the followers. Yeah. You're going to exactly. get some, hopefully, some sort of conversion through. Oh, wow. Um, how do you feel with that whole space? Um, no, I agree with you. Um, I, fi- I think there's enough work to go around for everyone. Yeah. So just because someone's doing it for free, it doesn't necessarily take away from what um, the professionals are doing or even, again, if they're doing it for a lot less, it doesn't necessarily take away from the potential that I can earn because there's just so many jobs out there. Um, But I just find that the people are doing a disservice to themselves more than anything by accepting those rates. Yeah, or or the non-existent. 
Yeah. It's <laughs> like free yeah. tea. It's like yeah, exactly. It. Yeah. 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 Yeah, cool. So while travelling, um, obviously you have a lot of photos of yourself <laughs> on your Instagram as well. Yeah. Um, so how do you, do you connect with different photographers around the world and how does that work? That's been honestly one of my favourite things about Instagram yeah. was making that whole globalised, you know, industry mm. So attainable, like yeah. so realistic where I could find a photographer from Spain and if I'm in Spain, I can be like, hey, I saw your work. I've been like obsessed with it. Mm. Do you want to shoot? And then most of the time, touch wood. Yeah. They're like, yeah. Yeah. And so I'll have these proper photo shoots from around the world and mm. it's funny because a lot of people are like, oh, where'd you learn to take a photo like that of yourself? I'm like, mm. I sure didn't. <laughs> like, I don't have a clue what I'm doing. <laughs> Tripod on the on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, no. So funny. Um. So, yeah, I've loved Instagram for that because I've made a network of and just met some of the coolest people with mm. amazing stories and yep. their knowledge and stuff. But, yeah, I'll – straight up just hit them up in a dm on instagram or if they don't reply and i'm really keen then i'll be a stage five stalker and get their email off their instagram (laughs) (laughs) love that you got to do what you got to do yeah so yeah it's been fun so you're heading off um soon i think yeah so my yeah my partner's from sardinia um it's not Sudan. A lot of people are like, how's Sudan? And I'm like, I don't know when the last time like a map's been whipped out, but <laughs> it's like nowhere near Sardinia. Yeah. Just for anyone listening, and Sardinia. Nothing alike. <laughs> not, nothing nothing alike. alike. It's like a beautiful, you know, little island near Sicily, mm. Italy. Yeah. Italy. I don't live in the desert. Yeah. So how did you two meet? <laughs> so funny. That's a funny story. Okay, so um, I was working on a boat and one of, yeah, my boss was, I'm not allowed to say who he is, a uh, very affluent man anyway, and he had musicians coming on board for his guests that mm-hmm. were on the boat and I was working on said boat. And I asked a couple of the girls, I was like, who's the guy with all the hair that's seasick? And they're oh. like... They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, there's a guy with all this hair. Who is he? And they're like, oh, Francesco. And I was like, stop. (laughs) Of course, the guy's name is Francesco. This is just a double dose of problems. And they were all like, stay away. He doesn't date. (laughs) Lol. Well, he didn't. He dates. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I got him. (laughs) So how does that that work with like the distance and when you're all moving around? Um, Through COVID, it was really like hellish because mm. <laughs> um, I didn't have EU residency so um, I was in Sardinia with him even just last year from September for four months exactly mm-hmm. which means I overstayed oh um, yeah so we I well I had to leave yeah. they've got weird rules there so you can stay for three months, three months and then you yeah. have to be out for 180 and then yeah. you can't repeat that more than once in a year mm. so I was like do I want to like, what the hell? So yeah. we went to the um, Seychelles <laughs> for four months. Love that. Because everywhere else was shut. It was yeah. actually really stressful. Like, it sounds all fab, but it was yeah. hell on earth trying to find where to go. Um, yeah, I can imagine. And Australia's borders were shut, so that mm. was out. And they wouldn't let him in because he's not a citizen. Mm. So well, they weren't even letting some citizens in. Yeah, it was a mission for me yeah. to come back through. And I was only here to do the stupid hotel quarantine and then bail yeah. again. But oh it was... Gosh. I did quarantine three times through Holy. in Australia, not including 
other countries. Fun. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it works. Yeah. He and I, we're best mates. We're yeah. really lucky. But he's also from. He's a musician, yeah. so he's used to travel. Mm. I'm used to travel, and it's kind of nice because we've got more to talk about when we are on the phone if we're apart or if we're in person it's like oh man yes yeah like we don't take each other for granted yeah yeah that's awesome (laughs) so So having like experienced so many different photographers all around the world all different kinds of shoots as well because like we did the beer commercial I'm sure you've done a bunch like that um you've done bridal you've done a lot of fashion you've done travel to you what makes a photographer stand out and what um what, to a model's perspective, makes a kind of great photographer to work with? Um, wow, that's a great bundle of questions. <laughs> um, I'm going to work backwards first. Yeah. Um, I've really enjoyed working with photographers that give models the creative freedom to keep moving in a mm-hmm. shoot. Yeah. I know that sounds really lame, but, like, I've been to some shoots where it's – and it's usually the super – oh, how do I word this without <laughs> – Okay, it'll be like startup companies and they'll have some form of stylist who's random. Yeah. Um, acting like it's... The absolute expert. Yeah. yeah. And then they're like, just do this pose that looks heinous for your bone structure. And I'm like, I promise you it's not going to look good. <laughs> <laughs> but you do it anyway and yeah. you're like, all good. But um, in my head I'm like, can I not use the whole right side yeah. of my head? Thanks. It always amazes me <laughs> that people will hire professional models and then tell them exactly what to do. It ruins the flow. It in ruins my the opinion. flow and it takes away from like why we're there. Eighty percent of the value of why you're there. You're not just a pretty face. It's like you have the skills and you know how to move and shoot. So it's yeah. Yeah. That amazes me. I don't know. I find that sort of shoot really painful. Yeah. So there's that. Um, but on the flip side, I've worked with other photographers for amazing clients and they're just like, cool, man. Yeah. Like I've literally had people give me a shot of tequila before a shoot and they're oh like, that'll God. loosen you up. And I'm just like, okay, I'm here for here it. We go. Yeah. <laughs> and it actually does. It works. Yeah. But, um, Maybe I should start bringing Volando to my shoots. <laughs> look, look, I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> um, other question within that question, what was... Yeah, just things that make a photographer stand out to you and, yeah. I mean, look, again, onto the Instagram thing. It's almost like a digital, like, portfolio. portfolio. So, I mean, even for modelling, gone are the days of, oh, bring your book. Yeah. Like, younger girls are probably hearing me going, what the hell is that? Yeah. it's like, (laughs) come on. Um, So, those days are gone. So, it's all digital and I think for me – I really definitely go off of people's Instagrams, which is terrible, I think, because a lot of people don't post all their work. Yeah. Um, but Most people, colour palettes yeah. and just the their use of lighting. And mm. if there's – you can tell an amateur photographer, at least for modelling content, um, by how they use lighting. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah, I would agree. And – just even just the editing editing is huge massive yeah I find a lot of people when they're starting out over edit a lot yeah and it is a bit of like a kind of sticks out like a sore thumb when you compare them to um slightly more editorial professional um photographers yeah yeah and even on that note I've found the higher in the client the least makeup that they'll yeah tell you to wear most of my shoots I've never worn makeup or 
do, they don't even do hairstyling. They mm. want to see your skin. Yeah. And for retouching, I think it's better for them to have your actual skin tone. Exactly. And then they can go in and, and touch it up fix where they your need. skin yeah. where they need, but not like a blanket mm. airbrush because it looks it looks off. Yeah. It doesn't look right. I like skin. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind having some pigmentation. Yeah. Just not, you know, all of it. Just Yeah. You know. <laughs> I like seeing skin. Skin's mm. skin it's yeah. real. Skin I love skin. Skin's, Skin's good. Moving. Skin's real. <laughs> like skin. You had a hair first. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Um yeah, you can definitely tell if it's a new photographer or just someone I don't want to work with if it's like oh swimsuit photographers. Yeah, just like purely. Yeah. Just like purely men's oriented swimsuit shoots. Yeah. And it's been so painful because Oh man, I'm like brown and have a bum and stuff and I'm not into it. Like I don't want to shoot yeah. that. I want to shoot beauty. I want to shoot yeah. fashion. I'm yeah. not going to go to the indie or any of that yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. I don't even know if that still exists. Does that still exist? <laughs> don't know. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm not going to, yeah, no. Yeah. We like, need to do a beauty shoot. Like, the one you sent me last. Yeah, You know what I'm talking about. Yes. We need to do that before you leave. Oh, please. Yeah. And I love studio shoots more yeah. than anything. And I think that really can bring out the difference between someone that you really, really seek out to mm. shoot with. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like that's what I'd chase is yeah. studio shoots because it's something not everyone can pull off. Yeah. Totally. So looking into... <laughs> We're at the end of 2022. 2023's right around the corner. Are there any like big goals you have for the year or things you want to do, places you want to see, things you want to accomplish? Oh, like yes to all of it. <laughs> um, travel again. I mean, damn. Look, I signed a lease here in Noosa and here's me being like, I'm such a stable adult. <laughs> it's been two months and I've just found out I'm, yeah, pretty much – no, like going to Europe mm-hmm. again in January. Yeah. Um, Exciting. Yeah. So I – goals for 2023. Um, finish the half-finished projects is mm-hmm. number one. Um, get a little bit better than I am at Italian. Okay. Because I need yep. it. <laughs> it's really embarrassing. It's like people will be like, oh, my gosh, your, your partner's Italian. So, like, how's your Italian? And I'm like, molto oh, schifo, yeah. which means really bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, my partner's French, and when people ask me how my French is, I can't even say that. So, <laughs> okay, I can say cheese. Uh, uh, fromage? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> We're good. We're, yeah, vino y fromage. Yeah, exactly. Per favor. That's all I need. It's <laughs> a bit of Spanish broken yeah, in there. Spanglish, Spang Love Frenchlish. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, that and uh, what else? I really need to just make a home base somewhere and mm-hmm. finish it. Like we've bought a property and it's a renovation situation mm-hmm. and years ago I bought land in the Philippines. Oh, wow. And that's these half-finished things yeah. and it's Oh, my gosh, that's my so exciting. In. Yeah. I mean, know when it's finished. I'll I will. Talk you. about shoot location. That yeah. place is, wow. Like Amazing. Philippines especially. Well, Sardinia is beautiful too. Yeah. But whoa. yeah, wow. so to answer that simply, travel. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> travel and finish the things. Yeah. Finish the things. Maybe some, yeah, I don't know, more meditation. Chill out a bit uh-huh. more. Cool. It's yeah, been you, a while. You're a very go 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 person, aren't you? Yeah. yeah, but then I'm then I'm the opposite too. Like I yeah. am when I'm around people, but then I'll revert because yeah. I get, you know. Would you exhausted. say you're an introvert or extrovert? Say 
I'm an outgoing introvert. Okay. Like, if I'm around people, I don't think anyone ever would pick up that that is so exhausting. I feel like I'm the same. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. But I love my time alone and I need I it need to that. recharge. Yeah. 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 If I don't have that, I'm not great. I, and yeah. I think that's partially probably why I don't mind distance relationships yeah. too. Or being like on your own or with very few people in the middle of the ocean for weeks on end. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's and a lot of our, like extroverts uh, who'd be like, fuck that. There's And yeah, sometimes you can get crew members that are just difficult personalities and mm. then it's like you've got, what, a 10 metre Yeah, you can't really place. get you away. You can't escape yeah. it. So oh, yeah, wow. you know, mm. need, need meditation. Otherwise I'd go nuts. Yeah. Okay, so top five places – that people who haven't really, maybe they've travelled, maybe they've done the classic Euro trip, but around the world that people probably haven't been but should go. Um, and they're okay with cultural yes. everything? they're okay with everything. Morocco. Okay. Like, number one, Morocco, the mm-hmm. food, the culture, they speak French, yeah. the music is just different. It's so cool, isn't it? The colours. Mm. And, like, just... The diversity there. You can go from amazing surf, by the way. There's surf yeah. there. Um, yeah. yeah. And and Fez, I think it yeah. was as well. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, going and seeing traditional, you know, practices and, and artistic things that have been handed down, like their Moroccan rugs the and rugs, everything. Yeah. Insane. And like yeah. those giant dyeing pools where they like dye the wool. Oh, wow. I just love it. Yeah. And then there's the mountains, the Atlas Mountains. Yeah. I don't know. Go to Morocco yeah. and do a cooking class because their food's insane. Yeah, it is. If you're vegan, don't go. You're not going <laughs> to like it. Um, where else? Top five, she says. Yes. Mexico City. And okay. I know that's also an unpopular opinion for some reason. Everyone's like, no, go to you know, Cancun. I'm like, nah, yeah. I'm half American. I see enough of yeah. my people. <laughs> I want to go to the city and yeah. I want to go to Teotihuacan. Yeah, um, yeah, Mexico, Morocco, Tahiti. You can't okay. go wrong with Tahiti. Mm-hmm. It's just hard to get to. It's pretty remote, but yeah. it's so worth it. Right? Is um, it like a plane and a plane and a boat and a? Yeah, like from a. a it depends where yeah. you're coming from. If it's from Australia, yeah. yeah. Um, our flight route was Brisbane to Auckland, a three day layover because there's not oh, flights wow. every day. Yeah. And then a flight to Papiete and then another layover because there's no flights on mm-hmm. most days of the week to Bora Bora. Yep. Go to Bora Bora. Okay. So worth it. Or just get on a boat and go to the Chilmotos Islands, people. <laughs> it's amazing. So is that like three, four and five? <laughs> yeah, look, I don't even know where I'm up to. Just where else going. is great? Um, oh, wow. It depends what people are into. Yeah. Egypt's phenomenal. Like, yeah. But I mean, I'm biased. See, I went to Egypt and I stayed in the resort for a week and okay. didn't really see anything. Why? Because well, I was at work. Okay. So I, I didn't like, really have a choice. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, I wish I could have seen more. So if you are in Egypt, like what's the things? Um, I mean, it depends what you're into, but I would get on some sort of tour that goes down the Nile okay. with a guide. Yeah. It's worth the money. Cool. Like if you're not into... If you don't know everything about the history of the place, it's, you're going to take away yeah. maybe 10% of what you can. And yeah. just having a local that's from there that has the knowledge, you know. I love that. In most places epic. I've been to, if I had the funds, I've hired like a private tour God. guide to just see, even if it's like just to see a particular church or something, like the value you get out of that 
it like makes it so much more meaningful that you're there seeing it and you're not just like oh cool pyramid (laughs) yeah literally and it's just like and just I don't know it gives you more of a story when you leave it's like oh wow like we went to that place where that cool ceremony took place and most people are like really cool rather than oh yeah I went to Egypt yeah By the way, I saw on TikTok recently that they found some like new, like. Oh, they're finding stuff all the time. Yeah, they found some like new ruler or something in Egypt. Yeah, and I think that was using that same technology that I'm learning how to (gasps) use, that LiDAR stuff. So that chick, Sarah Packett, that worked on developing that, her Mm. main focus for the first part of her career was in Egypt. And it's just incredible because she's taken that same technology and gone to parts of like Colombia and they've found pyramids that are in the middle of a forest. Oh my God. Barely excavated still. Why don't we know about this? People don't think it's cool anymore. And that's my like mission actually (laughs) is like, yeah, my whole dream, which is going to sound hell bent, Mm -hmm. but it's like, all these things will mesh together. One day, Nat Geo, you'll hear this and you'll be like, oh, yes, she did want that for ages. Uh, yeah, sailing and flying people to remote island cultures, mm-hmm. travel show. You're welcome. Amazing. Hire her. Please. <laughs> I've studied for too long <laughs> and my hex debt's beyond. <laughs> um, yeah, I got distracted. I don't know what the question was. I don't either, but I loved the tangent. Oh, well, yeah, Egypt's a, a vibe. Get mm-hmm. there. Um, and if you can and if you love scuba diving, Ooh. Head up to the Gulf of Alexandria. A lot of the shipwrecks from trade routes in ancient civilizations uh. between Rome, etc., are Where's in that? the water. Northern end of Egypt. So okay. yeah, Gulf of Alexandria. Oh uh, yes, is okay. just insane. Like Amazing. the artifacts, and it, at least it won't be so, you know, overrun with tourists. It's yeah. not the same tourist trap. Cool. Yeah, oh, I love that. I had a coffee today. Can you, you tell? <laughs> We're drinking kombuchas now. <laughs> Yeah, where is that? Yo. I've just finished mine. Well, amazing. Is there anything else you want to chat about? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm always chatty. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Do you have any other questions? Damn, you're good at questions. Oh, thank you. Yeah, like what? We're totally free, like, f- winging this, by the way. Like, I'm you just about like, to say free bowling? Yeah. Like, I, I heard your I'm mental. You were like, free <laughs> winging it. <laughs> Sorry, but I had to call you out. That's okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, so you, I'm going to just reverse this oh, into wow. you. Oh, okay. Yeah, flip. Here we flip go. Flip it up. Didn't expect this. Yeah, um... In the next year, if you could go to three countries, where would you go? Ooh, okay. Um, I do really want to go to Mexico because yep. I am part of a tequila brand and I've never been to Mexico and I feel like that's kind of illegal. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yep. yep. So I need to go and do that. Um, where else? Um, oh, I did really want to go to the Philippines and I had planned a trip and it kind of fell through because I didn't realize how hard it was to get around there because I was like, I want to go to this specific place and this specific place. And to get to those places, Spread it was out. like three days of, you know. A boat. Yeah. And that didn't end up happening. So we just went to Bali. Yeah. <laughs> Bali's be, a great option too. I though. do love Bali, but I've been there a few times and I will go back um, because it's just so easy from Australia as well. Dude. So easy, so quick, so cheap. So, so cheap. Yeah. <laughs> That could be a cup. Yeah. So easy, so quick, so cheap. <laughs> That's the tagline. So good. Uh, what a terrible tagline. Don't use yeah, that. I won't. I think I'll just lost my deal with Matt Chio. Yeah. Like. 
Um, and number three, where would I go? Um, probably New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. I'd actually really love to go back there. I've barely scraped the surface of that joint and yeah. I want to get a van and go all the way around See, it. That's another one where I had a two I had a three week plan tripped with a van driving around New Zealand and then um yeah, COVID. So oh. couldn't go. So I'd love to like, you know, whip that old plan out. And be like, here I am. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bigger and better. So yeah. any van places listening in New Zealand? Collab. <laughs> Swipe up for a 10% yeah. discount. No, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, dude. Yeah. That but would we be need to catch up in Europe. For we sure. Do. Come um, visit. Because I will be around like every year. I mean, I travel. I don't, I would like to say I travel a lot when I'm talking to you. I don't travel a lot. But oh, no. Nah. I still I think travel you do. a fair bit. I've so. just walked one lap of your house and there's prints from like <laughs> a bunch of countries, not yeah. close together ones either. You're not I wrong. was like, oh, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. So we'll have to try and like tee up. Where you are, where I am, and like, make do it, like make some international work. clients work? Yeah, yeah we should. We'll I'd love that. that. Come stay. Hell yeah! In Sardinia, not Sudan. I'm there. <laughs> I'm sure Sudan's great. Haven't been. I'm sure so, it is. Don't know. Well, thank anyway. you so much for chatting with us. This was so exciting. It's so good to learn more about like what you do and the background and everything. <laughs> it's but, a mess. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's awesome. It's so cool. Like um, I feel like so many people ha- have this idea that you need to have this linear like path of like oh. you grow up and then you go to school and then you like do this and then you get your job and then you grow up and have kids and that's it. And oh, no. you just totally break the mould of everything. Yeah. But you have created such an epic life. Thank yourself you. and it's just so cool to see people doing different things and dreaming big and like using their passions to create something more so that's I love that that's I really such love a that. compliment um thank you <laughs> yeah you know on that I think a lot of people I get that a lot they'll be like so what do you what's your goal with whatever the heck I've decided to study on a mm. whim like some random ass course like I don't even know why. If, if mm. I feel like it's gonna add to my knowledge then yeah. it's good I, I don't need to make it into a career path yeah and a lot of people find that weird. Yeah. Is that weird? No, I think learning is to just fun. Do and stuff. it's like cool. It's like if it excites you, yeah. like why do you need a reason beyond the enjoyment of it? I don't know. That's why I keep doing yeah. it. <laughs> like I literally just came from pottery yeah. and people are like, oh, so you're a potterist or whatever the hell it is. Are you a ceramic artist? I'm like, <laughs> nay, nay. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the shit I made. Yeah, it's like this is, yeah, no. I mean, you could maybe put a succulent Give in it. Give it to mum for Christmas. Yeah, I'll be like, there you go, mummy. Craft, still alive. Um, but yeah. I think it's fun to just keep doing what you love. And if yeah. there's younger people listening to this, um, just do what you actually enjoy. Don't yeah. chase money because industries change all the time. Mm-hmm. And even if you're going through that crappy QTAC guide and they're like, oh, here's an idea of what you can do as a career. Fun fact, you can literally make up a career path. You can just yeah. cluster all the stuff that you like into your own little path and make it work and make it work just make it work and you're more motivated to because it's your vision not working under some corp but love that anyway that's my sign amazing well that's (laughs) it guys thank you so much for coming and we'll chat to you next time thank you thank you thank you guys so much again for listening i had so much fun with this chat with akila again her instagram is at paradise found please give her a follow show your support and please Give us a share on your story if you love this episode. Um, We 
don't do this for financial gain. We just do it for the love of, you know, connecting with people and chatting and building this community. So your support means so much to us. Um, Please subscribe and please give us a little review if you can. We just love you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you a million times over. And goodbye.